podcast where we discuss and explore everything that we're longing for and living for in our queer community. I'm Olivia Taylor. And I am half the voice of Lucy Cecil. (laughs) The artist formerly known as Lucy Cecil. R.I.P. fully voiced me. (laughs) Um, Yes, I, I mean, as we put out last week, unfortunately, I lost my voice almost completely this was this is a lot this is a lot more of an improvement of a voice than I had mm. um and therefore we were unable to do an episode last week so very sorry about that but you did get that weird little chat that we had in the cloakroom I think the moment it finally went was somewhere part way through like a prayer on the dance floor <laughs> yeah that's when it like went yeah and then it was like not really there and stuff but I was still sort of there and then Sunday was like basically it wasn't there but Monday it was even more gone I woke up and I like did the same thing I did on Sunday morning where I spoke into the room, hello, hello, to like see if I had a voice. Yeah. And it just came out. You sound a bit like, you know, that like granddad one in Family Guy. <laughs> the, the, the really creepy yeah, one. Yeah, the one who's like, the one who like whistles with his, yeah. his, with his talk. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's you. Oh no. It you. Okay. Well, <laughs> here I am. Um, but we couldn't leave you waiting a whole nother week. And, uh, you know, I feel fine. So, you know, just get used to this. This is my new sexy yeah. voice. Fine in spirit, just not in body. Oh, yeah. yeah. How are you? I am fine. I, oh my God, I had, so this can be a bit boring, but it's thrilling to me. I had an early night last night. Like, oh, how early? Half nine. Oh my God. Isn't that wild? Well, maybe like 20 to 10, like by the time. But, I got into bed so early, got into bed at nine, read my book, and then I like went to bed and I actually was asleep. Oh, what a dream. I literally feel like, honestly, guys, sleep, I can recommend it. <laughs> 10 out of 10 would recommend sleep. Yeah. On, I, I was shook when I woke up this morning, just like, like, it was amazing. Amazing. I do know what you mean when you do have actual sleep, it is amazing, but I've not had money for a bit. The only time I really like get sleep is if I go on a night out and I plan the next day that I'll like have a lie in. But that's not the same. And also it's not the same because if you go on a night out, if you you get pissed essentially, you don't sleep well. Your body doesn't sleep well and you you wake up feeling like shit. So So this is like the first big one I've had in Asia. So like- Gorgeous. Like 10 hours of sleep. Oh, stunning. Is that even real? Life? Well, I mean, you look zesty. Thank you. Because I'm wearing this lime green top. Yeah, it looks a bit like a kiwi. Um, someone at work says I look like a dragon egg when I wear it. Oh yeah, yeah, I see that. That's a good. That's a good. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say analogy, but Which, that's the wrong thing. I quite like that. Yeah, well, or that's it, nice. It reminds me a bit of goosebumps as well. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'll have to post a picture of this top so you know what I'm talking about. But yeah, um, week's been good. Obviously, yeah, we what had you been up to? The gorgeous wedding. Yes, we had a lovely time. Had a lovely wedding in Sheffield. It was uh, such a nice time. It was just like really wholesome and lovely yeah and we just did lots and lots of singing and dancing we went to Dempsey's didn't we how was that oh yeah I mean it was funny because <laughs> we were absolutely knackered from the from the wedding yeah. and then we just like sat on the sidelines having a two for five pound Budweiser being like after one million dri- thousand drinks yeah. you know, that only a wedding can provide where like you drink beer Consistent, real yeah. ale champagne wine. red wine yeah. white yeah. wine anything yeah. and we just sat there being like it's right it's the new generation yeah the oh new God. generation has kept, arrived we just kept going this is their time we've had our time <laughs> it's their time hanging up on dancing shoes oh my God. Um, apart from when they played rihanna yeah and, and they jumped up rihanna like, oh my came God. On, and i think like the girls allowed mega mix yes we loved yeah obviously you can't stay sat down for that so um yeah it was a very nice restrained dempsey's time it was and really glad nice. that we went and then yeah big shout out to my friend mm-hmm. hannah who 
put us up in her house and um the next day literally like princess does to high oh, heaven a dream hostess yes. with the mostess she had so many mostesses oh. about her went down into that living room she was instantly like do you want a cup of tea do you want a bacon sandwich here watch eight to ten episodes of sex in the city <laughs> what more could i want I of, of, a, of a morning yeah it was so nice and then she made us what is one of the best roasts i've had in a long time it was oh. incredibly good roast well really done nice. hannah thank you so much can recommend go stay at her house in yeah, barnsley really recommend hannah to yeah really can really can get yourself a hannah <laughs> um so yeah other than that like relatively just them a bit so what about your yeah, bits I mean, your sister's birthday yes my sister's birthday remember remember the 5th of november we always say that like um all the fireworks are for her <laughs> yeah she she would plot some treason she would yeah she has a little guy forks in the bacon <laughs> <laughs> um but uh, yeah, so just had a nice time. Went for a nice meal. Went for went to a spoon. It was a lovely time. I haven't had any treacle toffee this year, which I really really like. What is that? Oh well, it's what you have on bonfire night. Like, is it sort of like honeycomb? No, it's mm. um, <laughs> kind of like like you're, you're teaching me. Yeah, it's kind of like very because I don't want to do that annoying thing where like if you don't know a thing and people get ah oh, right because that's annoying yeah. so I, I still do that sometimes and then afterwards i go i hate people yeah that. i know Stop doing i know it, I, yeah. I still do it sometimes yeah. so i try not to do that oh, thank you thanks um <laughs> well done. yeah just out here like learning and growing every day <laughs> um so treacle toffee is kind of like um it's just sort of like a chewy chewy toffee sweet that rather than just like that toffee taste is a bit more is it, treacly is it like the middle of a toffee finger from a quality straight um texturally yes mm. but you know like treacle has a bit so more of like a dark deeper yeah. a bit yeah. almost coffee yeah, yeah. taste it's like that Ooh, that sounds great i think i would really like that they're really nice and they're just like little like rectangular sweets in like little greaseproof papers oh. and you have them in like a bag for um watching you just eat them while you're watching the yeah. fireworks i guess to like that sounds nice keep warm i don't know yeah, we, were, <laughs> yeah. we were talking about it last night after we, we drove back and then like the whole like city was super obviously like smoky and stuff and we we're like this is actually really fucked this is what people do one night a year everyone yeah. just goes insane and like burns loads of shit and like sets off loads of fireworks it's really odd it's a really odd thing and like and just stands in the cold and it's really strange it is kind of strange <laughs> but also i think that people can be so miserable about it like i do understand that there are concerns around fireworks with like i don't think that um you know loads of people should have access to loads of explosives that they can set off in their back garden yeah but like people can be a bit miserable like from where my mum is from they have um which i think i've spoken about before like a like a village facebook group i'm probably gonna get right. kicked off of yeah. it now for saying this <laughs> Treason. But, um you know like honestly i I've, I've said this before but if i ever write any kind of sitcom it will be based on on this facebook right group. yeah and um they're all they're all so miserable about the fireworks and being like <laughs> it's so loud i'm trying to watch prime minister's question you know like some whatever and and all completely outraged that there are fireworks going on and people like wanting to put their kids to get to bed or like their dog or whatever and it's like yeah oh my god it's like one it's night one of the year nice it's like, well it's, it's usually like a weekend and a night of the year like yeah it's but it's fine like, the world is not always set up for you in particular brenda and like you have to understand that actually Thank God, brenda this is you know a community event and you're being a bit miserable about yeah, it. yeah that is miserable i don't think that, that it's like a bad thing in that kind of way at all i just think it's a bit like wild that everyone does like some mass pollution yeah. in one go it is, it, is, it is a strange way it is a strange sort of 
celebration yeah, and especially is. when you like you sort of peel back the layers of why we actually do it yeah it's yeah, kind of it yeah. is kind of wild but yeah. I, I like it it's no, rebellious I do, I do. yeah it's rebellious I do quite like that um yeah so it was a nice thing uh speaking of my sister did another DJ set as a as our sister sister yeah. temptation resistance at friend zone at partisan on the Friday night that was really good it was loads and loads of fun and um yeah hopefully we'll be doing some more and uh it's just the most fun to play loads and loads of great pop songs for people because me what more could anyone want and on that subject what are you living and longing for this week well i am sometimes i struggle to think of like the thing that i'm living for you know like (laughs) not to get sad but um but but this this week this is all to say that this week it came to me so instantly as soon as as it happened i was like that's what i'm living for Mm. (laughs) so this is like quite nerdy and sad but i don't care Mm. um i'm living for the new BBC adaptation of his dark materials. Oh God, me too. I mean, it's not it's not my li- my living for, but it is my living for. Yeah, yeah, but you are living for it. Oh yeah. yeah, because I I as well like knew that that you would have watched it on um, was it Sunday? Yeah. But I I forgot that it was on, which mm. is bad for me off of the BBC. But um, I watched it. I think when did I watch it? Yesterday, last night. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I watched yeah. it last night. I thought it was stunning. It was yeah. like I was watching a gorgeous, amazing, fantastic beast movie, only better. <laughs> yeah, because like, so I'm like obsessed with that. That they're my favorite book series ever. Right? Like for for real. Definitely. More than Harry Potter. Well, I think Harry Potter is like a standalone thing in a sense that like it has its own it's its its, its own thing apart from Harry Potter. <laughs> this. <laughs> But okay. maybe there's even more. I don't know. Harry Potter is very like separate. It's so this much. is edgier. Harry Potter is like way more like so many bits of my life than just like some books and bits. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Harry Potter yeah. is a way of life. Yeah, it's it not is. just a book series. It's a film to me. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah. I, I remember reading these books and being like shocked my actual Yeah. And I've, I've like re... I listen to the audiobooks of them like every year. Like, oh, do you? Yeah. I've never reread them. Oh no. Yeah. So I've like read them over and over in the sense of audiobooks. Yeah. But yeah. So... Um, and hated the film adaptation of it. Thought it was so crap. The Golden Compass. Yeah, and like... me and my family. Um, so me and my family, my cousins, we used to like hang out in summers and stuff like that. And we used to do this thing when, like, one summer we spent a whole summer like just creating like storyboards of what we thought like a film of those books should be like. Before then, the Golden Compass before came it. out. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, years and years before. Um, and then when the film came out, we we're like, no, this is shit. That is shit. They've <laughs> done it so wrong. Fuck you now. And anyway, so just left that, and then was like equally as like nervous for this to like be shit because yeah. like i've got high expectations yeah but i've learned to lower my expectations in every aspect of my life because then you can only ever be like surprised if something's good okay. <laughs> and feel much better about yes. it and um, <laughs> that's just me mm-hmm. but um went into it watching i was like right okay and this was like um after the sunday after the wedding i was mm. very tired mm. i got back to my flat and i was like i'm gonna have a nap before his time materials i'm gonna have a nap then i'm gonna have some food I got into my bedroom and there was a fucking beeping and it was my fire alarm going off, smoke alarm going off every 30 seconds because like the battery was dead or whatever. Um, I've never heard a peep out of this smoke, smoke alarm. I was like, why are you doing this to me now? Yeah. And I can't talk. <laughs> so I spent an hour trying to get it off the fucking ceiling and then I got it off the ceiling, got it, like had to unplug it from like the mains. Oh my God, it was a whole thing. Yeah, it was a whole thing. And then I got the battery out, it was still beeping. It was like that stupid bit in Friends. Friends yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I hate you so much. And then I just went and threw it in the bin outside. And it had like a <laughs> a sticker on the inside that said, make sure you replace this fire alarm before 2016. <laughs> so that's good. Cool. But anyway, so I was in a very delicate mood. So 
I was like extra ready to be disappointed and be like, oh God, this is going to be shit as well. And it was not at all. As soon as I started and like just got into it, it is so good. I'm very, very happy with it. And I cried like three times just because it was good. <laughs> yeah, I didn't cry, but I really liked it. I thought it was very, very I good. I it's really good. The world building is like perfect. Yeah. They've done, and that's what's so like important to me about the books and stuff is that the world is so incredible yeah, yeah. And I, think, <clears throat> I think they've done that very well uh I think the acting's really good the cast is yeah. really really good I really like Lyra I like her she's I think she's like in that way that I think most child actors are like a bit take a bit of time to like get into their roles so like yeah. I think but I think she will well I was thinking like how good can a child really well exactly you know? there's always that so you have to like, give, like you have to give them that. Roger was perfect though <laughs> And he's exactly how I imagined Roger. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God, I love you, Roger. And I love that. Yeah, that little bit where he like shakes, sort of, it's like, like metaphorically shakes his fist at Lord Asriel, like getting out off on the Zeppelin, like, she's better than you, Rick. Yeah. Rick's special. I was like, oh my God, just so adorable. So I'm like, so in love with it and like really, really pleased that it's good. Um, and it's just like made me feel really happy and gave me something to like live for. <laughs> Not give me something to live for, but you know what I mean? Yes. Something to look forward to. Okay. At the weekends. I'm doing fine. <laughs> Anyway, so that is what I'm living for. Yeah, please, everyone, don't ignore Lucy's obvious cries for help here. <laughs> please DM her some nice compliments right now. Yeah, please, I need compliments. <laughs> compliments, please. please. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm living for. And I am longing for, obviously, watching all about it again and again. But um, I have got all of next week off, which is a whole week. I haven't mm. had a whole week off since April. So it's very exciting for me. Yeah. Um, and um yeah and if i get um uh, a whole like week off for me is 10 days because i get like the whole week and then the extra monday so um i and then i've just been making some like rapid plans at the to be like i want to make sure i do something because if you just like don't do anything very quickly it goes so quick and then it's just over We've got plans to maybe see an old friend in Bristol on the weekends. That'll be nice. Mm-hmm. Then going over to South Wales for a couple of nights. That friend is the one whose mum thought that we were going out with each other yes. about 10 years ago. Yeah, about 10 years ago. No, about eight years ago. She sent me a Christmas card, or maybe six years ago. She sent me a Christmas card to my parents' house that was made out to, to Lucy and Olivia. <laughs> Which was like before we even like hung out as much yeah it was very strange yeah. it was very odd and Way i was with more... my ex at the time oh yeah yeah and so it was like what yeah like very odd but yeah so oh, um well, yeah yeah so Merry uh, Christmas yeah. nice lady tina. tina um yeah so hopefully meeting up with them and then going over to wales for a bit with my cousin just to do some like nice walking and seeing some nice bits of wales Sarah. um yeah Oh, I thought she was in a different country. No, she is. She is here in this very country. Cool. Um, so I do that. And then at the end of the week, uh, go back to my parents' house and my sister is coming up with a baby. Oh, so I'm going to tag out with the baby again. So that'll be really nice. So I'm looking forward to that and longing for it very, very much because I need to have, like you, some nice hours of sleep, which I'm looking forward to very much. Yeah. Um, what about you? What are you living and longing for? Um, I am living for... Well, actually, that's what I'm longing for because similarly to you... I am going away to Wales this weekend. We can't get enough of Wales, can we? Can't get enough of it. So I'm going to go on Friday. That'll be really nice. And just spend like, well, two and a half days with the family. Going to my sports. Oh, lovely. You've got a hot tub as well, haven't you? got a hot tub. Oh, yeah. have got some games. Yeah. Just bits. And the house looks a bit like the house that's in the holiday, but like a bit bigger for six people. 
Yeah. Um, and so I'm really looking forward to that. I think it will be nice. Yeah. And I am living for the fact that the gay conversion therapy ban has been drafted in law in Germany. Yeah. So I actually couldn't believe, I mean, isn't it wild that in some places in Europe, especially that gay conversion therapy isn't illegal? Mm. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really surprise me. I think these these are the kind of things you don't like. No one thinks about because no. like so many people like no so many people don't ever think about it because they don't think it's important. Yeah, but. yeah. So it like weirdly flies under the radar for a lot of people. And yeah. it's and so this BBC article that I'm reading is talking about it, and it's like so they've written, which is obviously true, but it's just kind of so. Well, anyway, one of the lines says research suggests the controversial practice can lead to depression and increase the risk of suicide. <laughs> well, do you think? Yeah. You know. Obviously. Wow. Um so yeah. Um I am really, really happy that this has happened and it's been backed by Germany's health minister, yep. um, who is actually gay himself. Mm-hmm. And he has said that like it's gonna send a really important message to all of those who are struggling with their homosexuality to sort of learn that it's okay to be who they are. Yeah. Um so it's really good that there's someone like that who's in that position of power to like you say be able to um shed light on these issues which are so terrible and just going on all the time and that no one like you say a lot of people don't pay attention to yeah so um that is really good news yeah someone positive fighting for our rights over in germany and uh yeah that's what i'm living and longing for this week but um i wanted to get on to a bit of a controversial topic because i know that it's still a little bit early i know that you have some feelings about this but (laughs) we are finished with halloween we are finished with bonfire night and there's only one thing for it because we're not doing thanksgiving over here it's got to be christmas (laughs) it's got to be christmas yeah and also your 30th Oh yeah, my 30th. <laughs> that's not what this is about. No, I know. <laughs> um, it's always about you. Thanks. But there there have been some Christmassy updates that have gone on on the blog. Yeah. And, you know, obviously we're not going too Christmassy. No, we're not going to ring the jingle bells. Too early. But, you know, it is a pop culture podcast and we need to be talking these about these things. These are just announcements about what's to come. Merely announcements. Yeah. Um, being reflective of the zeitgeist, oh, shall we say. Yeah. Well, we love, we love, we love. <laughs> Um, so you were going to talk a little bit about our main puns, Casey Musgraves and Troy Sivan. Oh yeah. So it's been announced that Casey Musgraves is going to be doing a case, like the Casey Musgraves Christmas show, which is going to be insane. Didn't even anything more gay rights than Oh, that. such gay rights. Yeah. Oh my God. And, uh, she's releasing, I think releasing a song with Troy Sivan, who's also going to be on the show along with like a bunch of other guests. Do you know what? I'm going to call it early this week and I'm going to say that Casey is getting the gafter shit for christmas gay rights for christmas gay rights yeah sure okay. go for it Thanks. there you go casey it's in the mail on the way to you mm-hmm. <laughs> um and uh yes and i just think it's gonna be the most stunning thing we must like have a event where we watch it together oh we must and just have many a snowball maybe after <laughs> <laughs> advocar bottles yes exactly everywhere. um yeah maybe we can watch that after we've watched the holiday and you've watched it for the very first time yeah finally. can't wait for that yeah oh my god yeah so yeah that's exciting christmas news and what is your exciting christmas news well my christmas news is that um well as i think everybody probably knows emma thompson is um 
producing or directing and i can never tell the I difference i think she wrote it as well yeah well anyway she's doing, doing all the bits doing all the bits for a new christmas film um called last christmas and it's all the songs of george michael is like honestly. the soundtrack honestly. obviously and he has released um a new song posthumously called this is how we want you to get high which um is going to feature on the film and have you seen the trailer for the film I have, yes. Well, I saw it ages ago. I saw the trailer and then um, I've seen some bits on the telly because it's been, they've been like promoing it or whatever. I am very excited for it because I love a shit Christmas film. I love, I mean. And like the shit of the better and like just, you know, the basic, the better. The Guardian have called it an overstuffed turkey, which, oh. you know, which just makes me want to watch it even more um, because if a Christmas film is panned, I know it's my kind of Christmas film. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah so very much into yeah, it we must go see that as well also speaking of last christmas lucy dacus has released her own cover of last christmas oh. which is so have good. you listened to it yes i've listened to it once i allowed myself I yet i allowed myself the chance to listen to it once. yeah i saw it like flashed up in my things of like you're gonna want to hear this mm. um but i was like no i can't yet not yet but i will by the end of november i'll yeah. be in it well, there's some little it. Christmassy things oh, to yeah. Speaking of people who to. have released a Christmas song that I'm waiting on to hear. Oh. Liam Payne has released an All I Want for Christmas Stop. <laughs> You apparently cover. Which I which it's not really like I didn't see it anywhere on the medias or whatever, but I just happened to be on his Spotify page for reasons unknown. And it was there as like his latest release, and I was like, shit. Amazing. That's gonna be amazing. So there's a lot to come this Christmas, I feel, in the in the uh, pop culture sphere, which is exciting. Yes. And we can look forward to it. We can. And speaking of music, what is your track of the week this week? Oh, seamless. Oh, yeah. Um, my... You would think that we've done 37 podcasts. <laughs> you, yeah, that's the exact number you would think that has been done yeah. by this amount of seamlessness. Mm-hmm. You'd be right. <laughs> um, <laughs> my track of the week is, um, right, it's a band who I've already had a track of the week of from, but I would be lying if I pretended to have another track of the week because I've been listening to this song on repeat. Oh, you must stay true to yourself. Yeah. Track of the week. Yeah, exactly. And like, it's a playlist that you know some people listen to, mainly us. So like, it's fine for it to be but on it's there. It's got it's got like some subscribers. Actually, and I'm it's like, got some subscribers. And we're always like, who are these mystery subscribers? Yes. Who yeah. are you? Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, so subscribe to it. It's on Spotify. <laughs> Queer longing track of the week. Yeah, it's a good. It's a really good playlist, actually. Let's put it in the show notes again to remind. Yes, people. good idea. Good idea. We will. We will. And um, we'll just put it everywhere. Yeah. Um. If only we had like a swipe up feature. Oh, oh. We've got to get to ten k. Oh, okay, we'll get it. Come on, everyone. Go get some. <laughs> a little bit of work to do. Come on, everyone. Yeah. Just a couple more. Just, on, just 20 times our current. <laughs> anyway. Hey, it's doable. It's doable. Um, yeah, so my track of the week is the newest release from Pine Grove, who are like one of my absolute favorite bands. Oh, yes. um, and it's called Phase. And I feel so seen by this song. It's stupid. And like, that's how I feel about most of Pine Grove's music. Like, I, it just like looks straight through to my dark soul and uh this song is fucking great they are like such a great mix of like sort of alty indie but like with a bit of country vibe in there okay and what more could you want nothing more so good and they are finally coming back and touring the uk next year and i got a ticket and i'm gonna lose my mind so i'll that'll be the last podcast i probably ever do because i won't ever be able to talk again (laughs) so so yeah my song is phase by pine grove listen to it if you want to like do some thinking about yourself but mainly if you're me <laughs> what's your track of the week well completely on the other side of the fence my track of the week is 
break up bye bye by the frog destroyers <laughs> i was hoping that would be your track of the week <laughs> i sort of knew it would be i thought it'd even be like you're living for or you're trying yeah of the week. which <laughs> i am thrilled to report came into the charts at number 10 it's stunning isn't it like yeah. so good i didn't expect that and also they played that in dempsey's on saturday night i was gonna say they played yeah. in dempsey's i mean you were like what <laughs> a, mere, a mere 48 hours after tx <laughs> yes. dempsey's had gotten hold of the track and w- was playing it live it was amazing because we just sat there with the budweiser and just said bag of chips is done and, and we were like, like what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is an absolute bop i loved that episode it was the best episode yeah, so far i loved it loads and loads well you just shook to the core for Viv- the vivian's fall from grace i know yeah. but i think that's it's good i like a fall from grace well so did i because humbling such, humbling it was such bits yeah. and like do you remember when um when the three of them were watching the frock destroyers yeah, that bit's so good. and then the bit at the end where we're just going it's good yeah i think i think um uh it's like the Vivian goes like, well, it wasn't bad or whatever. And then like, they're like, it was good. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like such a moment of realization. Yeah. yeah. No, that episode was amazing. They were all amazing in that. And the song is a bop. And I was really, really, really happy for Cheryl. Yes. Um, that despite not being in the winning group, she did so well and managed proper, to- proper like vindication. Yeah, managed yeah. to stand out because I feel like she just gets- such a bad time from the other queens and like she can be a bit like annoying but um (laughs) but i i always want to defend her because i feel like they kind of uh rag on her sort of the things that she feels confident with yes which i don't like no i don't like that either yeah and i agree so yeah it was good to see her getting some nice praise definitely yeah so great track of the week and in other um music news um i listened to russell t davis's desert island discs oh i haven't seen that yeah i can highly recommend it i mean i love russell t davis and it was so lovely to his um lilting welsh voice i love an hour i love a desert island disc oh yeah oh yeah lovely and um (laughs) he talks he's actually uh, it was actually really um beautiful and sad because he was talking about his late husband um who he cared for for eight years um when he had cancer and um, talks about that and that sort of their time together and their marriage and their relationship. And um, obviously he has been writing on the last series of Doctor Who. And he said that a lot of people ask him, um, you know, where would he go and what would he do if he had a TARDIS? And I'm paraphrasing him, but he basically said, I would go back in time to i think 1996 and be in cruise 101 in manchester when our eyes locked over the room in this like dingy downstairs basement nightclub and that's when we you know met and fell in love oh my god yeah yeah i have tears in my eyes it was it was just really great oh russell yeah and he was so kind of um open and unabashed and um honest and just it was like a very sort of pure episode yeah and i really appreciated that because he doesn't have to kind of give so much in that way but he he like he's so good at painting a picture and you know he paints a picture of what life was like in manchester in the village at that time as obviously he did so well in queer as folk and um you know talks a bit 
about how he is and will always be unashamed to be considered or sort of dubbed as a gay writer and yeah. he, how he holds that in his heart as a thing of pride of pride yeah um so yeah i think it's you know for loads of reasons a really good um episode so i would urge you to I'm go and listen. listen to that if you're interested in any of those things so that's what you've been listening to what have you been watching well um i have watched his dark materials as we mentioned yeah. earlier and i have just well i've got one episode left actually and i've been saving it oh. because i just don't want it to end which is amazon prime's modern love ah yeah so i watched one episode of that with you two at the weekend oh do we watch two yeah no, we only watched one no we watched two we watched the andrew scott one and the one before that i can't remember what that one was no i think we just watched the andrew scott one. Oh, did we yeah okay maybe yeah. i have two left then that'd be nice yeah, yeah. um but yeah, so um, you had asked, you, you hadn't asked me, you had told me that it was good <laughs> and that I should watch it, yeah. um, but I hadn't got around to it yet, but then um, we just happened to be in the same place on a Sunday morning and you were like, oh yeah, put one of these on. And uh, it was very good, loved it. It's good to watch when you're like feeling a bit tired yeah, on a has, Sunday. Yeah, it has a, that, that sort of feel, it's very comfortable yeah. in that nice way. So for those who haven't heard of it, just to briefly explain what it is, um, I think there are eight episodes altogether, something like that, and um, they're all based on the modern love um, column which is in the New York Times which is all sort of different love stories um, that are based on real life experiences mm-hmm. and they've taken some of the I don't want to say successful because that's maybe the wrong word but the ones that have kind of like tracked the best with people yeah um, with readers over the years and they have created a series where each episode is a self-contained portrayal of each of those stories. And it's got some really famous people in there. It's got Dev Patel, Anne Hathaway, Tina Fey, Andrew Scott, to name a few people. And it explores modern love in loads of different ways through loads of different stories and different types of love. And the first, I think, three episodes made me just bawl my eyes out. Mm. Um, Especially the Dev Patel one. The very first, I really want to watch that one. That's a great one. The very first episode is really strong as well. Okay. Um, and, which has like whoever the mother is and How I Met Your Mother, she's like the main girl. Oh, I don't know. No, but anyway, yeah. I, re- I recognise right, her from yeah. being in that. And um, uh, what other ones? Oh yeah, the Andrew Scott one was good. Yeah, it was good. Uh, apart from it was really funny because he was meant to be American and you could just like hear him slipping into being <laughs> Every Irish now and the then, yeah, slipping in, which was yeah. nice. Um, but I would just recommend that if you are a bit of an old romantic <laughs> it's good it is good so what did you think of the andrew scott app yeah i thought it was really good um it was a nice um queer episode with a gay couple and all about sort of them adopting a baby um and sort of like meeting the adopted the adopt the no, what was she, the Adop- birth mother adopt oh yeah yeah birth yeah. mother um yeah and like just their process through that and sort of the, exploring their relationship and stuff and i thought it was really good i thought it um was human and funny and um just struck the right chords in all those ways um like yeah and i think it's quite impressive because they're only like they're only like 30 minutes aren't they i think so yeah so like i always think it's quite good when something that's like 30 minutes can like 
really pull emotions etc or like yeah. make you feel stuff yeah without having to like have a whole series with certain characters so i think yeah impressive oh i enjoyed it and i definitely want to watch the other ones i think they'll definitely make more because it could just go on forever because they're all self-contained well, exactly yeah it's not going to have that wear out of no. like a lot of other yeah, series definitely i think yeah. that's like it reminded me a little bit of easy on netflix oh yeah i watched a couple episodes of easy like a few years ago but i never yeah. went through the rest of them easy is good it's a, quite an easy thing to kind of pick up and put down for that reason yes, yeah um which kind of is a shame because it's really good and you can easily kind of like lose momentum with them because there's no there's no reason to keep going to the next one other than the fact that like you're basing that the next one's going to be good on the last one right but yeah there's exactly no, there's, there's no not like oh i need to know what happens to this person or that yeah. no sometimes i'll have the odd thing that might link right. up yeah. but not really yeah um but yeah um i'm looking forward to more of those i'm sure there will be yeah definitely and i can't wait for the crown i'm such a old ah, lady. you're so someone who would love the crown yeah oh my gosh, <laughs> hey i didn't say it was a bad thing or a good thing i just said it was a thing oh, i just love it and have you seen the trailer for this no new one oh it looks amazing <laughs> so it's kind of like i i feel like it's just um the absolutely like rip roaring age of the royals right. you know when like it was maybe like the 80s and into the 90s when like it was all like scandals right, yeah, and yeah. parties and breaking rules and when they were kind of at like their height of prominence yeah. and when they were still you know obviously they're very much a relevant thing whether people like them or not to the public now but if you think back to then it was like way more yes oh yeah than it is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely um, so i think to kind of like go back and revisit that time even if it is a bit made up from the inside yeah will be just like really fun oh to yeah watch. No, yeah i'm sure it'll be good telly and also it's olivia coleman so how yeah, can you go wrong do love olivia olivia coleman exactly. yeah um speaking of television to ball to i finished um girls finally yeah oh, um, okay yeah and like uh, spoiler alerts if you haven't watched girls but um yeah. obviously you, you, can't, want, you yeah. can't have wanted to watch it that much if you've been waiting for this <laughs> yeah like me yeah. um but um i like lost my mind in that episode where like adam comes back to like he's like oh, you know i want to like look after raise the baby with you or whatever and they do like a whole thing, like a whole day of like as if they're gonna like do that, and then she just like starts crying at the diner, and I just fuck it, Al, that's too much. <laughs> but it was done so well. I yeah. thought it was a very good, powerful piece of television. Um, so I enjoyed it, but also hated it. And there's just that end <laughs> bit of her feeding the baby. Yeah, and then there's like obviously the fact she. I was very, I, I was very like surprised that that was the way the series went. That she has a baby. Like, yeah. I just wasn't really expecting that at all, which I think is the whole point. Yeah, because um, she's such a Because she's so the whole not that... Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and so, like, irresponsible yeah. and... Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, one of the last people you can imagine having a baby or whatever. Yeah. So, um, but no, what a great series. Um, I thought it was really funny that the baby was called Grover. The end. <laughs> it's my review. <laughs> Grover is, like, one of those absolute, like, just such an American name. I think it's, like, a cute dog name. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, not a name for a baby. No. Uh, but but yeah no so i finished that um this weekend and yeah i'm really glad i've seen it all but now i'm a bit sad that i've seen it all as well if you know what i mean but uh yeah so that's just me um what else have i been watching 
Oh, we've both been started watching season three of Atypical. Yeah, I've literally just started. Yeah, I walked in and you were like paused on the screen and I was like, I've just gone from watching this. Yeah. (laughs) And we didn't know that each other watched it. No. So it's perfect because we can actually talk about it because we both watched the two seasons. Yeah, I I really like it. Yeah. Um, I think that it is, you know, a real, obviously everybody's different sort of caveat, whatever, before before I go into this but as someone who has a sibling with Asperger's you know certainly from my standpoint there are a lot of like there are a lot of touch points in it that are that are extremely relatable to me especially because he has a sister who he's really close to who kind of like micromanages him a bit and um, guides him through bits and like helps him and that really sort of close relationship that they have but that's very specific to their particular dynamic yeah that i think a lot of people would struggle to understand and actually like that has shed some light on what that can be like and also i like because i was saying to you earlier when you came in and we were talking about it a little bit um i was really reticent to watch it as i always am with fictional or non-fiction programs that are about asd yeah because I'm, you know, just worried I'm going to get upset, basically. Yeah. Or I'm worried I'm, you know, I'll feel that it's unfair or... Yeah, or it's, or it's sort of exploitative. Yeah, exploitative or, yeah. or any of those things. So I always find it really difficult to approach those kinds of programs. Definitely. So I ignored it for ages, even though, like, people were asking me if I'd watched it and what yeah. my opinion was and stuff for all of those reasons. But then I was persuaded into watching it and I really liked it because as well you know it's real and it shows those difficult moments but it's not like wholly depressing no no or it's upsetting. not it's, so yeah no it's 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 like the real reasons I love it is it's just like a great tv show about like um basically kids in high school yeah <laughs> and all of those things and then also obviously it's just told through um Sam the main character's like lens of someone who has ASD and like it's 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 but it's not using that as a pl- a ploy to like like pull on emotions etc or whatever it just that is part of it and part of who he is and like whatever. yeah and i think as well it shows the nuances of sam's character mm. which i think can be lost in translation a lot of the time because in my experience kind of if it gets onto the subject of ASD people will then like relate it back to someone's friend's mum sister's brother that they knew who had it and like these are all of the like main issues that they know for those types of people to have and like oh well you know they don't understand so they they find it difficult to read social cues all those things which yes like does have some truth in that definitely for many people who have who have ASD yeah but what I really love about it is that it shows that like Sam can be really funny and like make all of his family and his friends laugh their heads off and you know that isn't something that typically um is kind of like portrayed in public discourse about about people with ASD or kind of like what having that means it's it'll be like oh they don't understand things or they don't get the joke or they don't they couldn't possibly sort of play that role Mm -hmm. and if they are playing that role they're being laughed at not laughed with yes and um I think that that is a really nice point for me and that you know actually the show's points where like Sam is a lot more um 
astute and emotionally kind of mature than his own parents yeah. who are a oh, who God. are yeah. atypical yeah. Uh, who are um yeah a yeah atypical, yeah, atypical yeah. um uh, no not atypical no, um neurotypical 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 yeah. um then his parents who are neurotypical and it just yeah it just kind of shows that like anybody we are all you know so many different shades and we're capable of being so many different things and feeling so many different emotions and you know of course it's not just about his experience it's about like how the family all work together within this but also like their individual issues that they have and as you mentioned of course high school yeah and like um yeah the topic of high school and also in the topic of this very podcast there's a queer storyline so well or there's a queer storyline burgeoning yeah so there's his sister casey is like this gorgeous sweet like sister why character do i relate who, to this so much oh i don't know olivia i don't know what, i don't know what it is about it yeah. <laughs> but she is uh going through a sort of um sexuality renaissance of like <laughs> falling in love with her best friend uh or so it seems and the season two ended with them like tensely holding hands in yeah. a car and it being like oh my god what's gonna happen i know and it and being like tender hooks like to be like what's gonna happen because you're like sort of rooting for that to happen yeah and she's still got this boyfriend as well evan who's like incredibly sweet and lovely yeah um and this is no spoilers but like i've watched a couple episodes and it's you know basically looks like it's just um, a lot of like her trying to come to terms with what's going on and mm. how she feels and mm. being torn between two situations and yeah. you know and, like two versions of herself that I'm sure yes. she imagines that she could be like a sort exactly. of fork, fork in the road yeah. because I guess at that moment if you don't have loads of experience yet it's almost like you can't possibly turn back and it's like a like an irreversible decision yeah exactly definitely i think i think that's that is what it's portraying like the confusion of uh growing up which i think is like obviously my favorite thing to ever see so mm-hmm. <laughs> um really like that also just obsessed with everything that she wears is like what i want to wear like she's like the sort of high school girl i wish i had been uh-huh. <laughs> and i'm um, yeah. in this in this latest episode that i just watched she wears this like amazing blue uh like utility like full boiler suit and i'm like oh, i need one of those yeah. that's what i need next yeah well so, you can just watch that and make your shopping well, list I, I already have so, <laughs> so yeah I would, I would highly recommend it i think it's a really good um series and it's like um just you know nice half hour episodes very easy to watch touches on some nice good things and also makes you laugh yeah so um she is grappling with her sexuality what relationship she's going to have or not have in the future another person who has been talking about this a lot on the news recently is emma watson who (laughs) has has. come out shall we say as self-partnered oh emma she has hasn't she she absolutely has um (laughs) so self-partnered is what she is basically just describing as being single yeah and i wondered in the recent press hype around this statement what your thoughts were and are about this it was very hard for me to see through the cloud of just like tweets about it being about wanking so (laughs) that's like mainly what i've seen around it um i think like yeah why not give give it like another name i do i think there is I, I like the um the fact that she's putting power in being single and that she's like saying like this is like a, a way to be it's like don't there's no pity in it there's no like you don't feel sorry for me etc like I am perfectly happy just with myself and like um and you know you gotta learn to love yourself <laughs> so <laughs> that's what I've heard on Twitter <laughs> 
I learned a lot of things from Twitter, okay? <laughs> but yeah, no, and I think, I think, like, it's fine, but I also think it's really funny. Yeah. That's what I think. What do you think? <laughs> I think it's a bit silly. It is silly. It like, made it's, me... It's, 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 it's an odd thing to, like, fully claim. Yeah. I felt, I felt when I was reading about it that we had truly arrived in 2019, <laughs> you know, in November. Absolutely. Yeah, November, yeah. it's hit its peak. Yeah, it's, it's hit peak. It's peak 2019. We're ready to kind of pick our bags up and move into 2020. <laughs> Good Lord. Knowing that we've had self-partnered, you know? Because <laughs> I haven't actually read, like, specifically how she said it. I wonder if she, like, did she, like, fully mean to be, like, this is what it is? No, Or no. did she just sort of, like, someone sort of asked me, she was like, oh, yeah, no, like, I'm self-partnered. Yeah. That, you know like, what I mean? Like, that's... she probably said it offhand. Yeah. And now everyone's like, I think, I think it was more offhand, but I, I think, to be fair, she was making that point that you made earlier that, like, you know, wanting to take the stigma and shame around... Um, being single and what all of that means especially to young women who are kind of approaching their late 20s early 30s who have all of that pressure to feel as though they should be at a certain stage Imagine of life being a woman approaching that i personally don't know what that's like no, i'm extremely i don't either no extremely young myself um but anyway um this is about emma not about me Oh yeah, sorry. So anyway, so that's what Emma thinks. Yeah. And um, I think that like, I do get what she was um, trying to say. Yeah. But all of the kind of like furore around it has just made me do a massive eye roll because I understand the sentiment behind it and I, I fully agree with that. But I also think that it has been definitely like the um, 2019 MO to create new words or phrases for things that already exist. And I sort of think, you know, it's not really about creating a new word for something that already exists. Rather, it's about changing our relationships to those pre-existing things. So true. Because... You're such a sage. Because, well, why do we need a new word for single? We don't. We need to change what our sort yeah, of cultural of and social is. mindset yeah, exactly. is around yeah. that. Which I think is, yeah. And and, the, and you're right. The way that people do that is yeah. by creating new terms because it's easier than being like... Than readdressing uh, yeah, the Yeah, readdressing ones. the issue. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think that like she was trying to do that. But yeah, I think that that is definitely like the go-to thing to do just to create like some kind of synonym for yeah. something that is already yeah. a thing. But it made me laugh at loads. Yeah. And it, it made me feel like happy that it was like a slow enough news week that that would be such a new story that you're right that is praise indeed for it and that is something that we can take and, and be pleased with mm. <laughs> at least um so as you said then you f- you fully agree with uh you know being happy proud self-partnered lady oh, yeah. um but what don't you agree with olivia it's time for i don't agree with it what don't you agree with so for the first time that since we have launched I Don't Agree With It, I have finally done a thing that I have been meaning to do for a long time, which is to start a notes app of all of the things that I don't agree with. Oh, yeah. I have a, a several notes apps, notes that are called that, but then don't have anything in them. <laughs> right. But it's a good idea. Because I remembered one the other day and now I've got a few in there banked. Yes. Yes. It's a good you. way to do it. Um... So the thing that I don't agree with this week is from that bank. So I wanted to kind of get it out there into the world. And it is when people say lovelies. Oh, I'm there with you. That is, no, it's not on. No. It's not on. <laughs> lovelies. Is it, do you hate it in like any context? Yes. So is it like worse if like someone you know says it or if a stranger says it? 
probably worse if someone I know says it because I would think, why would you ever say that? Why to do me, I know you? Knowing me as you do. When was the last time you encountered someone saying Lovelace? Mm, fairly recently. It must have been because it must have. That's why it probably came to you. Yeah. Um. I, I usually get it on a text. Oh really? Oh, like hey, Lovelace. Yeah. 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 Mm, my Lovelace. No. You're not about that. No. It makes me just clench yeah because what it is and it's this is in a like subsection of like many of our things is it's far too earnest yeah and it, and and there's an implication there that i am lovely which i ha- which but you are lovely Olivia. which i hate because it makes me then <laughs> go the complete other way and just want to be the spawn of satan to oh. rebel against being called a lovely interesting yeah okay fair enough because I, I, I feel like i'm being i feel like i'm I'm not being seen at all for all of my many many nuances, nuances. yeah and, and i'm just being seen as your light and shade yeah. yeah and i'm being seen as a lovely and that's not but but also i feel like that's just not me like i'm not a very like saccharine person at all no at all so hey lovelies is just not gonna do it for me <laughs> it's not gonna cut the mustard no stop it i feel very like the opposite of seen by it okay well i'll stop doing it then i'm sorry i didn't <laughs> bother you so much <laughs> if you could what is your i don't agree with it this week uh my i don't agree with it this week is so went to a spoons last night which was great love a spoons it's not that i don't agree with spoons i no. mean there's some elements of spoons i, I, I knew that you with. wouldn't be going down that um, road no um but there was this fucking man in there who just kept every now and then throwing like a cracker, like a firecracker thing on the floor no. to make a huge bang because no. it were bonfire night thinking it were funny. No. And everyone, and the whole thing, the whole place just went silent and everyone was like really fucking like scared. Like what the fuck, the first time it happened, everyone was like, what the fuck was that? And then like just silence and it stopped or whatever. But he kept doing like every like 45 minutes. He'd just do it and then it made me really scared to like walk past him and go to the toilet. Because he was doing it he kept, he kept looking, like me and Izzy both said, like we walked past him and he like gets a big grin. Yeah. And everyone was like, fuck you. They were doing that like, a lot in Margate, weren't they? The boys. Yeah. And I just really don't agree with people thinking that they can like do a thing and make it all about them. And it's like, I don't give a shit about you. I'm sorry. Yeah. But like, I mean, I hope you're fine as a human. I and used you're to having love... an all right life. But like, can you not do that to I me? I used to love firecrackers though when I was really young. <sighs> but the... Did you play with them? I don't think I've ever played with them. Oh, no. we were allowed to play with them in the garden. Those like ones you throw and they make a big bang. Yeah, that's, that's what, what they, they are. Is yeah, they're like, called yeah, yeah, and they're just yeah. like covered in paper and you slap them on the ground. Again. Yeah, it was like that. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just like stop it. Like, but yeah, not as a forty-five-year-old man in a pub. No, exactly. Yeah, of a Tuesday evening. No, no. <laughs> don't need it. We don't need it, and I don't agree with it. No. So can you just like keep yourselves to yourselves and like stop thinking that like your pranks are for everybody because they're not. No, and I don't want to know about them. Thank you very much. Good night. Speaking of a firecracker in all our hearts and minds, it could only be time for one thing, Lucy, because it's time for... Celine Watch! Oh, Celine. <laughs> what have you done? So I went looking for um, a Celine oh, Watch God. this week. <laughs> and all I could find were article upon article about her standout performance in Milwaukee. <laughs> and I found an article entitled Seven 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 standout moments from Celine Dion's Visa Forum concert, which I assume is in Milwaukee. Mm. It begins with the line, no Canadian has invaded the hearts and ears of America quite like Celine Dion. (laughs) (laughs) She's the top Canadian for that. 
Um, anyway, so I just would do a quick rundown of what her, uh, her the top seven moments of a specific gig were, which I think is an incredibly niche article, but I'm really glad it exists. Please go on. Yes, thank you. Number one, the grand entrance. So she came out to uh, obviously just an incredibly normal black and white screen showing lots of her pictures of herself and then she appeared in the spotlight. Yes. Yes, love it. Love that it's a standout moment. Yeah, love that for her. Two, when she expressed her love for Milwaukee. (laughs) (laughs) There was this wonderful moment where she expressed her love for Milwaukee and everybody lost their minds. I mean, yeah, sure, fine, fair enough. Three, her many outfit changes throughout the night. With a picture underneath of her wearing the same yes, outfit. Yes, thank you. That's exactly what I was about to say. There is a picture for each of these seven standout moments. She's wearing the exact same outfit in every single one. Yeah. So great work, everybody, at the Milwaukee one of those. But is. good to know that there were outfit changes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She shed off the largest billow sweeves you'll ever see, apparently. Oh, so Shame, shame we don't have a picture of that. Yeah, it is. Oh, and here she is again with the yeah, same yeah, outfit. Same, same dress. Number four, when she recruited the crowd's help for You're the Voice. Because the the clues in the song, mm. you are the voice. Yeah. So that's great. She obviously, you know, she likes a bit of um, audience participation. Oh, lovely, isn't it? Lovely. Number five, the beautiful duet with her lead backup vocalist, not named. So we'll just leave that. It's yeah, hardly great. it's hardly um, a Taylor Swift <laughs> kind of support act. Please welcome to the stage. Um, you know, yeah, Tegan and Sarah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, number six, Celine Dion's renditions of David Bowie, Queen, and more. Oh, I would love to hear that. I'd love to hear the best of more, to be honest. So apparently she did Let's Dance. She did Another One Bites the Dust. She did Kiss, River Deep, Mountain High by Tina Turner, and Lady Marmalade. <laughs> Every single part, I hope. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so I'm pleased with that. That sounds great. And seven, her encore performance of My Heart Will Go On. Obviously, you can't mention seven standout moments at a Celine Dion concert without mentioning My Heart Will Go On. No. So Cue those pan pipes. Cue those pan pipes. It's happening and it's going to happen in the encore apparently and go on forever. Um, and she also did a cover of Imagine in the encore, which must have been very emotional. Wow. Um, so that is just um, the seven standout moments of her gig in Milwaukee, which they obviously loved. Oh, to so, be in Milwaukee this yeah, past week. Yeah, we should have gone. Mm. But, you know, maybe if we ever get to get in that TARDIS, we'll go back to that time and go to that See all those outfit changes (laughs) in real life. Absolutely. So that is what our Celine has been up to. Gorgeous. So I'm doing an outfit change as well into my pyjamas and so should you because you need to have 12 hours of sleep tonight. I'm actually already in my pyjamas. You're in loungewear. I always wear my... Well, I don't actually sleep naked. Big reveal. Whoa. (laughs) In November? Yeah. Really? Do you not get cold in winter? No, I run hot. Oh yeah, you <laughs> do. Talked about I before. had like twelve blankets on on Sunday, and and Hannah was like, "Would you like a blanket too?" And you were like, "Run hot." And I was like, "She runs hot. She runs hot." <laughs> um, right. Well, you still need the twelve hours though. Nonetheless, I do. So I'm off. Yeah. Um, if you would like to get in touch with us about any of those bits, um, as we mentioned, we are going to put the track of the week playlist in the show notes so you can go and subscribe to that and get all of our tracks in one place which will be probably not like the most um curated playlist in terms of like vibe because we'll be going from like hamilton to pine grove to Bagaches. <laughs> yeah so it's all kind of a bit of a a bit of an eclectic mix but that's just us oh it's great though it's a good mix yeah every song is golden i do listen to it yeah so do i yeah enjoy it enjoy it we love to enjoy ourselves Mm. 
so um yeah you can do that you can um get in touch with us on instagram and follow us there at queer longing we are the same on twitter or you can email us queerlonging at gmail.com as we said before tell us what you don't agree with tell us what celine dion's been up to tell us what your track of the week is and tell us who should win a gafter uh, <laughs> yes please tell us anything we would love to hear it and until that time we will be loving you and leaving you until next week goodbye early for actually singing it olivia come on right let's just do a little test i mean that was a test of everything that was a test of my patience